All right, everyone. Thank you for tuning into When Coffee Meets Tea, the podcast. I am Rob Gerard. I am Denise Bertolovitz. How you doing, Denise? I'm good. I'm doing well. Uh, you a lot correcting of mystery. yourself again? Again. We had this conversation, but this is like a mystery mystery podcast this is a mystery episode because i am maintaining positivity i am right not, now i am not telling denise basically what the topic is and and you know i think we've talked about this before we really we don't ever rehearse it's not like we we do a ton of research i mean i don't know what denise does in her private time i mean i have an idea of what she does in her private time but <laughs> well listen assumption remember the first three letters i know assumption <laughs> when it comes to the preparation of the podcast but usually we'll throw a topic out there and be like okay so our topic for the week is going to be uh, technology, you know, and mental health, you know, kind of thing. But today, I didn't, I didn't even tell Denise this week what the topic was going to be. So, Denise, um, what I really wanted to talk about was really building confidence. And I was thinking about building confidence as a topic, and I'm like, oh, this sounds, this could be kind of boring. But the cool thing I really kind of wrapped from it from the topic was you can truly learn so many lessons in building confidence based on how you would try to build it with children. Oh, that's so great. So ah, that's very interesting. I'm going to give you an example. I'm just going to give you an example, right? Okay. And if you're trying to raise a confident child, Right. They talk about adults modeling that behavior. So basically, don't get upset about mistakes. So that kind of plays off what we talked about on the last episode, right? In the last podcast, when we talked about that common humanity and that self-kindness, right? We talked about how you have to forgive yourself. Don't get upset about the mistakes. So Think about what that does for, for building self-confidence in yourself. That's so... Okay, so I have my positivity, which apparently agrees because I just clanked it against the microphone. So if you're wondering what that noise was, so that was that was happiness saying yes. it's a great topic. Yes. So nice pick. Nice pick. Um, mystery podcast day here. Yes. So I I love what you said about the association with, with children because that is definitely... We are not born with confidence right? Confidence is either instilled in us by others or instilled in us by ourselves. And my true opinion is that it's very important that a child is modeled or taught or has a good example of someone who has confidence. Confidence is very different than self-esteem. Confidence is someone who is, you got this, you can do this, you are capable and again it is not born in us that is something that we are built up so childhood is very important to learn those things right mm. huge difference like i can do it i'm confident i got this yeah and i think you know when we talk about don't get upset about mistakes i think an idea that comes to mind right is like fear of failure and i think fear of failure can keep a lot of people from like stepping out their front door and yeah, you know and yeah. taking on the day absolutely you know it's like so when you know i know that you know paul the intern has been talking about um 
you know, getting hired in New York City, right, on uh, and and really joining a broadcast, and you know, uh, and it's like, even though I would be riddled with anxiety about doing that to an extent, you know, he's kind of stepped out of his comfort zone and he's applying to those places, mm. and because he's not scared of failure. You know, it. I'm thinking so much about this as you're talking, and in confidence is so can be built can be learned but also can be taken away from us Mm. so it's something that i truly believe that we are not born with we do have to how could it be taken away from us so are you trying to say that if Mm -hmm. if you so we're not born with it you're trying to say if we have built it up over the years What's a way that it could be taken away from us, you think? It can be taken away from us in putting ourselves in a place where people do not believe in us. So be careful of who you surround yourself with. Words hurt. Words can make you doubt yourself. Words can make you believe that you can't do things on your own or... You know, so I'm talking about, you know, the emotional wellness, like keep your mental health and your ability to believe in yourself, place yourself in those environments because confidence can be taken away from you. It can also be taken away from you through fear. You know, fear is a huge driver of how you're going to act and where does fear come from? It comes from our thoughts. So when I also talk about this whole thing in confidence, protect your thoughts, protect your thoughts, because what you think is what you will act on. So if you are thinking afraid, fear-based, then you're going to act not confident. You're not going to move forward into what it is that you're dreaming or what you want to do. You're not going to want to face it. Whereas if you are thinking, I can do this, I know I can, right? It's 75% thinking, right? 25% action. I know that, you know, I'm thinking all this and now I have to act on this. This is the positive thought. This is the confidence. Now I'm going to act on that confidence. And where do those thoughts come from? They either come from ourself or from others. And that's why we have to be very careful where we place ourselves, who we place ourselves around, what, wow. what we're doing, where, what are the environments and what we're reading, what we're watching, the media, like anything. Make sure it's something that is going to build your life around not being afraid. Wow. Moving forward. Yeah. And I think that's, uh, you know, some definite great points. And but the thing is is that and one thing i think i need to challenge you on or kind of roll with is it's easy to say you know are you the person that that thinks negative or are you the person that thinks positive and Mm. i think that a lot of the people that think negative they would want they want nothing more than to be that person Mm. that thinks positive Mm -hmm. they want to be but it's a a lot of times they don't know how to build that confidence right it's like they see other people that are confident and they're like i wish that could be me oh i wish i could do that so you know there's a few things you can do to really try to turn the leaf and 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 be start it all starts with one step right so you know they say move a muscle change a thought so maybe you need to switch up something in your routine train to behavior train behavior and that's exactly like i'll just sum it right up in the term of nobody wants to be negative now well i shouldn't say nobody some people do enjoy the thrill of it but uh that's a whole different episode but 
There is a whole concept of trained behavior, you know, and I will say this about my mom, like she, I definitely do lack self-esteem and I'm working on that as life goes forward. But I have to say she knew how to teach us confidence. Wow. She was like, oh, you can jump off that. You can do that. I mean, she stuck me on a roller coaster when I was like five and I was so afraid, you know, and I laugh like I talk about throwing the baby in the creek. Like she was like that. She was like, oh, come on. Like, Where was the roller coaster? Love. Was that Riverside? It was Riverside. Yes, it was oh that little God, baby one. It. Oh my I gosh. Yeah, Aguam, Massachusetts, Captain Rivy. I still have those pictures. That's, That's awesome. funny. But you know, it's it's that throwing she would throw my brother and I into these things like, Oh, you can you can sing in front of the church in front of five hundred people. We were like, What? You know, or yeah. or just she was always putting us in situations that she didn't want us to be afraid. And I'll tell you, she built our confidence because she didn't have that when she was a kid. So that was, but what there was lacking was self-esteem, but that, that's a totally different episode, but you know, so let's stick on confidence. And that again is, you know, her emphasizing that you can do it, keep putting yourself. And you know, she always used to say, what you think is what will be, what you think is what will be. It's trained behavior. Well, and, and let me jump in and say, that is one thing that I admire so much about you, about your mother, and about your family in general. I mean, you are a strong, independent woman, and you, I think you represent a huge base of our listenership with just, you know, that female perspective. And you are someone that is not afraid to you know, grab a hammer and start nailing in some nails. You're I not afraid. That. You're, you're not afraid to plunge that toilet. I'm not. You know what I mean? I'm not. You got to get dirty. You know, sometimes <laughs> you got to get down and you dirty. Gotta jump like, in. You just got to do it and you have to just, you know what? Greatest, the greatest lives come after the greatest mistakes. Like we're all going to make mistakes. Like my mom always used to say, oh, what's the worst that could happen? I mean, you know, that probably wasn't always a good thing to say, but you know, you kind of have to think to yourself, okay, maybe A, B, or C could happen, but you know what, what's the worst? Like, let's just try that out. Yeah. And, and thank you for saying that. That's a huge compliment because I do want women to believe in themselves and to know that, you know, you, you can do anything that you put your heart and your mind to. And the power to believe in yourself is a very magical thing. Yeah. It, it really is. Yeah. And, and you know. you know, just the idea of, and, and, and vice versa too, right? Like a real man can cry. A real man knows his way around the kitchen. Mm -hmm. And I don't know why I, that kind of thought came to me today. And it just came to me again, like a real man knows his way around the kitchen because it's like, you know, I truly love the direction that society has kind of gone in um, with just shattering what we kind of perceived the man's role to be and the female's role mm, to be, mm -hmm. um, you know, in, in life and in the home and in the workplace. I love that, you know, and, and hopefully we'll continue to evolve and maybe 50 years from now or a hundred years from now for the better, we will continue to shatter that, you know, perception. But the whole idea of, of like any of us can do anything that we want to do. You know, I think the coolest part though is just really, you know, like you said, move a muscle, change a thought and try new things. You know, and I love that, like how you're talking about the man's role, the woman's role. It's, you know, I, I, I do strongly believe that children need 
parents, you know, and, and I, I, I don't define that in any particular way, but, you know, two, pe- two, what is the old saying? Two is better than one. So when you have the presence of both people, you know, let's just say in this particular situation, husband and wife, you know, mom and dad to the child, there are so many, I, I really truly believe there are so many pluses to that. So this is how I grew up. I grew up spending time with my father and my mother. That is why I am not afraid to be on a job site. That is why I swing a hammer. That is why I can walk in high heels and look glamorous and be a lady and, you know, the next day shoot a gun. Like, you know, these are the things that because I had that di- diversity and you know, nowadays, one parent can even offer that diversity. You know, well, I, I mean, I think I, I always say, well, I think I would be a great single parent. Like I have a lot to offer, but it's it, it depends on, you know, that person and how what it is. Are you afraid to be a single parent? Are you not? Yeah. Do you want to be? So and we're kind of going off topic topic, but I thought that was really interesting. And I wanted to add that in there. I, I think, you know, uh, from another perspective, I was raised by a single mom and and to me, that's truly made me who I am. And I love that. I wouldn't have traded it for anything. Mm-hmm. It's not like, you know, looking back on it, I'm like, boy, I really wish I had, you know, it's like I totally own and love the fact that my mother was my primary person that raised me. My father was kind of somewhere else, you know, but they were divorced by the time I was two. And I think probably most of our listenership, I would imagine either A, their parents are divorced or B, maybe they've experienced a divorce themselves. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I think in a perfect world, yeah, having mom and dad in the house would be great. But I think there's probably, I mean, there's more divorces than not. So, oh, it's so common. And second divorce is what they, they said it's even higher. I mean, shout out to the single moms for sure, because I saw firsthand what my mom and single dads without a doubt, without a doubt. Um, you know, can't forget the single dads, um, you know, but, you know, the single mom role, I, you know, I have, I have clients that I work with that are single moms and, uh, man, talk about, uh, you know, a lot of them do, I'm not saying all, I'm, I'm not saying all, but a lot of them struggle with confidence because they're like, okay, you mm-hmm. know what? I have two kids, I'm working full time or I'm working two jobs, you know, how am I going to meet a guy or what guy would want? to get into this or they're like i don't care if a guy doesn't want me oh well you know but i think just you know it's 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 tough and i think when you factor in children in the mix yeah no it's it's uh, trying new things could become increasingly difficult because sometimes you know all our time and energy is just spent making sure home is is okay you know it's interesting that you just said that and and i'm going to highlight what you said about a single mom or even a single dad saying, who would want someone who has children? I'm going to tell you this. When someone loves you, it does not matter. It does not matter. And this is where you as a person need to work on your thoughts because there is someone for everyone. There are people that have children that would want your children that don't have children that would want to be with you. They're going to love you for you. And 
have your children be a bonus in that relationship. And it's yeah. very important what you're thinking because your thoughts are going to drive what you're attracting. And that goes with confidence, right? So people always say that confidence brings more to you. And I do believe that. But what drives that is your thoughts. Yeah. Okay. Because that's going to bring that to you. And if I'm thinking positive, I'm going to bring more positive. And I also like what you said about how you love the fact you love your mom and you feel that she is why you are who you are today yeah 100% no doubt and I'm also gonna uh, kudos you on this and give you a hundred percent is that I love how you love your life and I love what you said about I don't wish anything different because mm. this is what makes us confident and happy we cannot wish for we have to accept the life that we are given in order to make a life better yeah, and to go back to last week's episode, you know, we talked about common humanity, meaning everyone suffers. We all experience suffering, and and we don't mean Jesus on the cross suffering, but we mean emotional turmoil, emotional mm -hmm. pain. We we all experience um, the death of loved ones and friends and whatnot, you know. But um, but yeah. So to go back to that confidence, it, it's it's. Um, you know, trying new things, not being afraid to fail um, and just trying to always persevere. Because, you know, when I think about teaching kids, it's like, you know, you want to praise that perseverance mm, and, and mm -hmm. who doesn't want to continue pushing forward. And so if you're like, how do I get out and try to continue pushing forward? Going back to what you've said multiple times, it is truly about who you surround yourself with. Absolutely. And it's a mindset. And here's the thing, too. Like, I don't want to podcast this and say, I think that this is so easy because it's not. And no, here's the yeah. thing is that depression is real. Anxiety is real. PTSD is real. Um UFOs are disorder. real. I'm trying to think like of other type of diagnosis. Like I'm not a therapist, um, you know, but it, it's like you look at all of these things and they can change your confidence and also slow you down. So don't think that we're like, oh, tomorrow you have to just build your confidence and it happens overnight because confidence building does not happen overnight. No, and, and that's a great point. And Denise, one thing I want to really commend, I want to commend you on is uh, is you are, and I think if, if before we wrap this up, if we could truly take anything away from this episode, it would be to always be a work in progress. And about you, Denise, I feel like you are truly always a work in progress, right? Like you're mm. not perfect. You know where you fall short and you are just always saying, you know, what? I'm working on it or I'm going to work on it or I've been doing this or I've been doing that. And and even though you could be a hot mess at times, you know, and I'm not saying me, I'm talking, oh, I'm pointing yeah. the finger here, right? There's but, no doubt about but that. You you are always a work in progress. So I think as long as we continue to be a work in progress, um, that's huge. And like, I know I speak with a therapist, you know, I have my own therapist and I am continuing to work on myself. And, you know, not that confidence is something that I struggle with all the time, but, you know, I'm definitely working on other aspects of my life where I know I'm falling short. So if you don't know where to start when it comes to confidence and self-esteem and self-acceptance, talk to a professional. You know, and yes, absolutely. Never be afraid to reach out and 
you know, it's it's interesting. I've gone on this whole journey where I I lost my confidence. That's why I said confidence can be taken away from you. But remember in life, nothing is taken away from you unless you allow it. And I allowed that to happen. I allowed to things to happen in my life that you know I thought that that was the right thing to do and oh you know this is love and this is happiness and you know and and it just put me down a a not healthy road and it took my confidence away so I'm rebuilding that confidence along with knowing that I never had self-esteem and I have to build that along with it so life is always a building process it's like you're you're just one you know project that's it yeah. think of it as that and when you're managing it you have more self-awareness and you know I never thought that I would ever be the person that would have major depressive disorder would have PTSD from trauma after trauma and I'm not talking oh this just happened in one particular situation this is years years of and when I talk about trauma I don't want people to be like oh wonder what happened to her was you know was she sexually abused was she you know did this horrible thing no trauma can be simple things depending on where you're at you can only take so much trauma trauma can be death trauma is divorce trauma is losing a job it depends on how your mindset is that's why it's very important to keep our mind and our body healthy Mm. because when both are working healthy then we can handle and we can cope and we can be resilient but when trauma after trauma divorce death another death a bad relationship this just keeps happening and all these things are happening and childhood things and you know religious things and and guilt and shame and all this I just couldn't take anymore and I came to this point where I knew something was wrong. I knew. And you don't cry every day. You don't not sleep. I had insomnia. I still, I still struggle, you know. So PTSD, ADHD I have from childhood. Who would ever think? Who would ever think as I emphasize think? I am an overthinker. And I will tell you that there's two things I've recognized in my life. And that's number one. I have overthought so many things that I've sabotaged myself that could have been really good good opportunities for me and good relationships even. And number two, the biggest thing is that confidence. When I was fearful, every situation, every decision that I ever made that was based on fear, being afraid of something that didn't even happen yet, mm. I destroyed myself. I put myself into sabotage mode and I gave up good things for myself because I was so afraid that I was going to hurt someone or I was so afraid that something was going to happen, that that person was going to leave me and I just thought that that was going to happen. And, you know, and it's that is so important. That's why I keep emphasizing, please, please, you know, confidence is important don't be afraid like what do you think about that am I overemphasizing well, that do you think you know I think that's 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 what I love about you Denise and I think what you bring to this podcast it's that um, you know you are not afraid to truly discuss the journey and the ups and downs that uh, you know you've experienced I think we've all experienced to an extent and uh, you know it's that it's that common humanity and uh, you know through common humanity you know we can see that having that real confidence is is achievable some people could walk into a room and own the room and then some people can kind of you know be a wallflower and i think uh you know either way is good with me 
as long as you're happy with it. Yes. That, that's all I care about. You could own the room, but, you know, hate yourself on the inside. And you could be a wallflower and be completely content and grateful. So it, it doesn't matter what type of personality you have, I think, as long as you're happy with yourself. And, uh, and that's what hopefully, you know, we want this podcast to be, right? It's like spreading happiness and self-acceptance. I love that you said that, too. It's like I want our listeners to know, like... You know, for me and even for them, because they might be thinking, well, I never hated myself. Like, I I never hated myself. I was just never taught how to love myself first, wow. how yeah. to love myself properly. Yeah. So, all right, guys. So, with that being said, we are going to wrap up. Special shout out to Candlewood Coffee in Brookfield, Connecticut for Robbie's Roast and Denise's Positivity. Definitely check us out, um, however you're listening to us, whether if it's on iTunes podcast or on Spotify. Um, you could also check out Denise's. Um, she has a new OnlyFans page. So... <laughs> Definitely. Because <laughs> he always, always got to be the wise apple. <laughs> no, so, I'm just going to say wise ass. <laughs> no, definitely go to Instagram and uh, go to our link tree, which is our link in our bio. You click on that and that brings you to all our different links. So um, definitely do that. Big shout out to Paul, the intern, for being here today. Thank you very much. Oh, and Paul, uh, Paul and Paul's got his own podcast that he does. And uh, it's phenomenal. And he's he's continuing to grow and uh and yeah definitely check them out so uh with that being said guys thanks for tuning in i'm rob gerard i'm denise bertolowitz have a good one bye i hope you enjoyed today's episode you can check out other episodes of our podcast on itunes spotify and wherever else podcasts are streamed Find us on Instagram at When Coffee Meets Tea Podcast or www.whencoffeemeetstea.com. Rob and Denise want to thank the listeners. <laughs>